Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Lisa. And this is Adam. And welcome to Designated Parent. Where we're going to look at uh, kids programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers! And welcome. And welcome. So, uh, boy, how's your week going? Mm. Good. We bought more bourbon. Yes. That's good. Like, that was a good decision. Mm. But the cheapest bourbon ever, it was like, it's called Black Velvet, and it's like, Flavored. Caramel flavored. <laughs> Caramel flavored whiskey. Uh, uh, before you send your hate <laughs> on our bourbon choices, first off, I like me a good bourbon. I usually have like a sipping bourbon on mm-hmm. hand. And then we have a mixing bourbon on hand, which tends to be whatever was on sale. And then we have black velvet caramel flavored bourbon. This bourbon pretty much exclusively goes into eggnog. Or um, apple cider. Which is how we're having it tonight. Which is how we're having it tonight. It's very folly. Yeah. It, um, you, you put a couple ounces of this in a glass with some apple cider. And it's and like it's a caramely, apple goodness. It's amazing, people. Like, mm-hmm. don't so add good. me. And it's so cheap. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, good. I uh, like being drunk and I also like a bargain. So. so. Yeah, I did go to the, the liquor store and I walked out with... Almost two full liters of booze <laughs> for under $35. Yikes. <laughs> but, you know, when you mix it with things, it's not so yeah, bad. Yeah, so it was like, it was some of this this uh, caramel stuff and then a b- bottle of... Uh, Canadian Club. Canadian Club, which is my <laughs> current mixing whiskey. Yeah, which is also going to be mixed with other things. Yeah, and then a bottle of Smirnoff, mm-hmm. just... Vodka flavored vodka, vodka flavored as vodka. Requested. Yeah, because we had like raspberry, raspberry and vanilla, and I was like, "Do we have any vodka that tastes like vodka?" I'm like, I'm not sure that's a selling point. <laughs> right, right. But you know, hey, whatever, we got it, and uh, so we have vodka flavored vodka now. Yeah, I mean, but uh, week's been good so far. Yeah, we're kind of in the Halloween sprint. Yes, we are in the Halloween sprint. This uh, there's out. so much candy in yeah. my bedroom. Right yeah, now. there is so much. I mean, literally boxes of it from Amazon that I got on a good deal, and I don't know how we're going to get rid of all of this candy. Well, we can take some to various trunk or treats yeah, around town. Uh, but I keep town. forgetting to take it to trunk or treats, and then like we get there, and I'm like, I was going to bring you guys candy. And, like, and then we're running out of trunk or treats. <laughs> yeah, we only got like one more, so... You we can, will just you can be, remember to bring We will just be very generous at our house, so swing by yes, if you haven't. If you're if you are local... Um, and you were listening to this in real time. Uh, as in, like, on the day we're actually <laughs> recording it, not the day we'll release it. And you should swing by. Yes, indeed. So uh, we're going to continue our kind of series, because our kids are insisting on watching things they've already watched and we've already reviewed. Right, we just watched Peter Rabbit for, like, the third time. Oh, boy. It's still not. I don't remember a lot of that movie, and I'm yeah. still like, ooh, this is a terrible movie. And uh, I think Despicable Me, we've done three, yes. I think was the one, the one that they did. Yeah, Which I don't know. Which makes no sense still. Um, but they've been just watching a lot of... of a lot of revisit. A lot, lot of, of revisit, which gives us time to kind of catch up. And we're going to we're gonna tackle 
episode five. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna continue ahead Skywalker saga. on on the Star Wars. Yes, to so, the Empire Strikes Back. Yes, easily the best Star Wars movie. It really is. of all time. Yeah, it really is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna 100 give you that. Yeah, like I would say. Even the internet is mostly in consensus. Mostly consensus about this. You had early said it's indisputable. Even it, it's even indisputable on the internet that this is. <laughs> while we were prepping for this, I was like, Lisa, nothing. Nothing. Is nothing's indisputable on the internet. I'm like, fine. Like, I guess the internet is where people go to be like, I have disputes. Yeah, you could be like, you are on the internet right now, and somebody would be like, No, I'm not. I'm on my Samsung fridge, and you're like, No, I mean, <laughs> like your people suck. It's like, no, okay, fine, but yes. But yeah, easily, easily the best and most watchable Star Wars movie yeah. of all time. And Lisa's hot take on this? Uh, it's because George Lucas wasn't in charge. Because <laughs> other people who like cared about the story were in charge. And so, guess what? It has a story. <laughs> so honestly, it. so George Lucas actually came up with the story. Okay. And wrote the story. And then hand it to other people to direct. Mm-hmm. So um, it's actually directed by Irvin Kirshner. Kirshner? Kirshner? I do not know. So uh, he was the director of this, but it was written, like the screenplay was actually written by Leigh Brackett and Lawrence Castan. Castan? I don't know who that is either. Uh, he actually is going to write a bunch of other things later, including okay. some of the the sequel trilogy. He's, he's got writing credits in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not George. Mm-hmm. Yes. George? George is, I mean, he's not good at dialogue. He's especially not good at writing for women. Yeah. And when you have ladies who have to talk, George Lucas is not the person you want writing your words. No. I'm just, I'm just going to put that out there. No. His I'm... women are always like... Shrill harpies? Yeah, at best. <laughs> yeah. And he's always like, I was going through a divorce. I was like, for 17 years... I mean, sometimes divorces take a while. Please. But, um, but also, like, or also, um, like, he does run that, like, error of, this is a strong woman. No, you've just written an asshole, actually. Like, <laughs> like that, that individual is not someone I would want to spend time with. Like, I have, a, I have a very strong woman in my life. She's awesome, and she's my co-host here. Like, yes, that's true. I sure. love her. She's fantastic. <laughs> I am not afraid of a strong female character. But every so often, I'm just like... No, it's not. No, George, you're missing the boat. Yes, yeah, so George really likes world building, but he doesn't really like plot. No, that's also his problem. Like, he gets really off the the rails. I mean, not that this podcast can throw any stones on getting Pitch. off the rails. But, and like, not I'm also not you... making, like, major motion pictures. This podcast doesn't Yet. have millions of dollars of budget. Yet. <laughs> what would you do with a million dollar budget podcast? Very nice cheeses. We wouldn't buy the cheap whiskey anymore. We wouldn't buy the cheap whiskey. We'd buy all the fancy Dijon whiskeys. Right. So, you know, listeners, if you want to click that Patreon button. We don't have a Patreon. Oh, you don't? We have a button. We do have a sponsor button. It's on the <laughs> it's at designatedparent.com. Right. So anyway, if you want to give money to our podcast. It's we, an option. We will buy more expensive whiskey. Yes. We will donate it to you. Or you can just stop by my house with whiskey. Right. I'm the, here for that, the, too. We will take that. We yeah. will take your donations. For those of you that know where I live. But anyway. Uh, um, yeah. Likes likes world willing, doesn't like plot. Right. And so he wrote this really intricate. And 
it's almost more famous for the stuff that's not in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so the the movie George Lucas wanted this to be? Yeah, the movie George Lucas wanted this to be, like, first off, you you were you were going to meet Lando's whole planet. Oh, nice. Which, which is named Hoth, but it's not the Hoth we get to meet. You there were, were two go- planets named Hoth? Well, I mean, they just kind of... Or they just liked that name. They it's liked a cool that name. name. It was a cool name, and I have to agree, it's not a bad planet name. But, like... He, you were going to go to Lando's planet and meet an entire other alien race. You were going to go to Chewie's planet and meet all the Wookiees. Mm-hmm. You were going to go to, like, a water planet, um, and the cities were all underneath. And you were going to go to a city that was covered, com- or a planet that was covered completely in one city, which would turn out to be Coruscant. They had all this stuff. You were going to go see P- Darth Vader's planet, where he has a giant castle that's surrounded by lava. Like... There is so much shit. <laughs> it was going to be so bonkers, you it guys. It was going to be such a bonkers movie. And, like, they... Ba- so he wrote this whole crazy thing. Also, Yoda's name was going to be Buffy. Really? True story. Hey, I did not know that. Hand hey, to God. Hand to God. <laughs> In the original draft, his name was Buffy. Um, Very interesting. Very interesting. And, and so, like, this whole bonkers shenanigans that was uh, the original Empire Strikes Back... Uh, they basically like really got rained in. It really rained in, and if you if you go to the Wikipedia page, there's like four paragraphs of plot for this film, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like it actually, the plots work. They kind of complement each other. It splits the team, but you still kind of have everybody on their own arc and their own trajectory, and it, it makes sense. Everybody kind of has screen time with everybody else. Like, it really works well because they just cut out vast swaths of everything. <laughs> like, we don't need to go to any of these planets, guys. <laughs> well, and part of it I was... I think he just wanted to build sets. Like, yeah. did he have a thing for the set designer? Like, I don't know. Were they, like, on the side? I don't know. Um, but Perhaps. He definitely, well, and part of it was definitely that he wanted to build out the world and wanted this to feel like part of this really huge thing but at the same time you're like no we're trying to follow the story of like three four people, people three four people tops <laughs> yeah and we're just trying to keep you know keep the states stakes relatable like this isn't about the universe this is about mm-hmm. like this kid trying to find saving out your who friends. he is yeah. and saving your friends like that's what we need to do and so the the writers really beefed it up mm-hmm. and it really helped out a lot and one of the writers is a woman. Yes. Leia Brackett. And um, she is, she, she writes a lot of sci-fi stuff mm-hmm. in in the 70s, 80s, whatever. But, you know, that's why Leia... Like, it, sounds regular. Sounds like a human <laughs> talking about human stuff. And, like, not like, I don't know, whatever she's going to turn into, into... Right. Yeah. In the in the future ones where they're like you, you have to have this Ewok baby that you take care of because right. the only way George can understand women is if, as mothers or like sex objects. Right, right. You're like no, but I mean, there's like asexual queer women. There's like there's three three choices. I guess there's yeah. yes. Mon Mothma looking at you. Yes. Um, but anyway, so this story actually is really tight. It starts. <laughs> I mean, compared to the rest yes. of the Star Wars compared universe. compared to the rest of, like, the sprawling bananas pants. Yeah. And uh. so it starts with Hoth. Mm-hmm. Which is an ice planet. Yep, exactly. Uh, it's white. There's some There's some great coats 
fantastic. Like truly, the coats, wear. the coat, the outerwear is mm-hmm. spot on. Columbia made a limited edition run of reproductions of that stuff, and, and I, it's just like hot cakes. Yeah, it was gone, but they were like six hundred dollars a piece. And I was like, ha. Oh, but nerds have money. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so like Han and Luke are out exploring, get separated. Right. So the rebels have all just all of the rebels. Is no. there more rebels than yeah. are just there? Yeah. The rebels are like they spread out. Yeah, but one of the rebel bases is on Hoth, and so Luke is there with Han and Leia. And Chewie. And Chewie, yeah. And they're, like, going around and doing a perimeter search. And Han is all like, I'm going to leave. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm going to head back to the base. My right. tauntaun's getting cold. I'm... And Luke sees a... No, he's going to leave, leave. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. He's going to leave the... the. He was like, hey, I was just here to, like, do some favors or whatever, but my time's up. I got to go back to being a space pirate. Yeah, also, this guy wants my head, so and, I got to sort that out. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got some shit to do. Also, the Millennium Falcon, which was, like... Not in bad shape at the end of New Hope is like a rust bucket hunk of junk, like held together with t- tape. It's like um, it has some seeds and things. I don't know what happened in the last like well, it two went, years. It went through a literal battle, <laughs> but so that's not doing you any favors. Like, um, but yeah, it does. It has a hard two years here. Um, but Luke's doing a perimeter search. He just sees a thing collapse and right. or like sees a meteor come down. Wants to investigate it. Instead, gets like. Kidnapped by an abominable snowman? Maybe? Yeah, that's the Wampa thing. That yeah, and he ties him up and he's going to eat him. Yep. Like, why doesn't he just eat him right away? Uh, Wampas are very, like, sophisticated. They need to cook their food. No. Are they, like, like raccoons? You need to wash it? No, like, they just store it. Because, they just keep it because yeah. it's cold. Yeah. Everything, everything is cold storage. Everything <laughs> like, is cold storage when you're a Wampa. Well, he also, like, killed Luke. Or he knocked out Luke and killed the 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 thing Luke was riding. The Tauntaun thing. Are Tauntauns more delicious than humans to Wampas? Well, it's more dead, so you would eat it first, I guess. But but he he could have killed either thing. Yeah. Both things are there. Yeah. Maybe maybe the Tauntaun is faster than the human, so he figured he could kill the Tauntaun and still catch the human because humans are slow. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So, um, but Luke ends up kidnapped by... Or whatever Luke is. Yeah. And he gets kidnapped, and he's in the cave, and he does his first, like, force magic trick? Yes, where he, he zhuzhes the lightsaber to himself. Total Ocasio move there for your Harry Potter fans. Right, which uh, you just read with the kids, so... Yeah. Uh, just that. Um, but we... But he, he sucks in the lightsaber, and he's able to escape... Han Solo, and meanwhile, like, who's about to leave. Right, they can, like, you have to stay, because Luke's out there, and he's like, oh, shit, Luke, I'm always saving Luke's ass, I guess I'll go save Luke's ass, like. Grabs a tauntaun. Right, he's like, let's do this thing. Infamous line, you'll never, you know, the sun's going down, you'll never survive. And he's like, well, I'll see you in hell, and he runs out the door, I'm like, that seems nobly asshole-ish. The noble I mean, asshole. That, yes. That's Han Solo, That is Han it? Solo, yes. Space pirate. Show. Noble, noble asshole. That's um, what's on his business cards. But he does end up finding Luke by... Force magic? Yeah. As Luke is like hallucinating Force Ghost Ben telling him to go to the Dagobah system. Is that Ben? Yeah. Because he's oh. like, he sees Ben and then Han Solo comes clashing through Force Ghost and is like, oh, there you are, kid. And he's like, hey, we need to get you warmed up. Like, And they spend the night in the Tauntaun together, I assume spooning. Why wouldn't you? Um, question. Yes. Han Solo 
Yes. Big spoon or little spoon? Big. I mean, but the insecurities <laughs> lead me to think maybe he would have been the little spoon. I don't know. He I, he might be used to it with Chewie. I mean, he probably is used to it with Chewie. Because Chewie would definitely be the big spoon. In that Chewie would definitely be the big spoon. But... Okay. Yeah, anyway. So, um... But then they get found in the morning, and they're not dead, and they're they're not dead, that's great. But then there's like, oh, but the Empire found us, oh Oh, shit. Now we have to fight these, like, space elephants. Yeah. Space robot elephants. Yep, the AT-AT, AT-ST, like... So in a world where everything flies, Mm -hmm. why did they make these space elephants? They seem like they would be hard, hard to move. Yeah. From place to place. I assume they're not always fighting on Hoth. No. Right? So, How did they get the space elephants from wherever to Hoth? Okay. A couple of things. <laughs> so, a lot to unpack there. So, uh, every Star Destroyer... So, like, think of the Star Destroyers as the Navy. Okay? The Star Destroyers are the Navy. Okay. You always need the fleet ships that come in. Right, right. They can bombard, but they also move shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you have... Some, you know, some elite troops um, that are your TIE fighters that are like right. your naval aviators. Right, right. You know, the, the top, sure. cat pilot, top gun guys. Right. They fly the boats. Right. No. Um, but It would be really hard to fly a boat. Even harder to land it. That's my concern. <laughs> right? You can take off. It's just, anyway. Um, but then, like, every, you still need door-to-door ground forces at the end of the day. I mean, even the Empire... So once the Navy gets to a place, then it's like... Mm-hmm. And also, the uh, like the base on Hoth has very uh-huh. upward-facing shielding, where you can't really orbitally bombard it. Right, you have, it has to be a ground attack. But the or ground a near-ground attack. Yeah, but the ground is usually open because you have to be able to get in and out and do stuff. Right. So... So if you land ground troops, you can fight. Or just, you know, when you're putting down the local, you know, rise up, you got to go in. You got to get guys on the ground to go door to door and put things down. Or else you're just doing orbital bombardments or, I don't know, blowing up planets like we established they're fine with. Yeah, like I don't, subtlety is not like their thing, you know? No, they're kind of a scorched earth kind of thing. Right, so like they don't care. Right, but still... Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. Also, it makes a way better movie. Yeah. Because, again, the the stakes are more personal in a assault, like a ground assault. Right, I guess Because these so. are humans against humans. Now, there are these giant tank things as right, well. Right, But we can even show inside those there's humans. And, yeah, inside the, inside the robot. Uh... Well, well, robot dog things. <sighs> yeah. They're AT-ATs. AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, they're walking. It seems like they're walking very slow. But I know they're purposefully. big. I know they're big, and they have a large gait. But like, whoo! That is like old people walking at a food Crunch. court. Like it is not fast, and it nope. does not make for an exciting battle. So uh, this is where we're gonna have to disagree. Yeah. Because um, part of again, part of the stakes and part of what's happening is that there is a slow progression. The battle is building. There is. When this gets to this point, kind of like at the end of the last Star Wars film, we were talking about how this Death Star has to come around the corner of of Yavin. Oh, yes, of the ice, whatever. Gas giant. Right. 
exactly it has to come around the corner to get the firing solution like that's the tension that's the timer that's mm -hmm. ticking in the background so these these ATATs walking towards the base that's the timer that's the when right. this gets to a certain point we're all really in trouble so, and so these that's the peril ATATs mm -hmm. have some kind of like armor or shielding or yeah. whatever where they they have lots of shielding from the front they have literally no shielding from the back. They're just hanging out uh, back there. The back is actually pretty well shielded. It's the underside. It's underneath. Underside's not very well shielded. And that, I mean, again, part of the reason these aren't flying is because they are tanks. No, they're ginormous. And so you would need so much energy just to get it off the ground. And they're like, what if we gave it legs and put all that energy in the guns instead? And someone was like, brilliant, promote that man. Yeah, sounds great. And so that's what they're doing. And so they're slodging towards the base to blow up the shields to sh let the orbital bombardment happen. Meanwhile, everybody's trying to evacuate the base. Right. Where are they going? Uh, well, just that, out. It, it depends. You know, they're going to different bases and they're scattering um, to, as to not tip their hand too much. But they just got to get out. So, you know, that's all happening. And so, you know, that's the other timer that's ticking, you mm -hmm. know. Because they have to get, they want them to come up on an empty base. Yeah. And so that's the tension of this, of this battle is that they're, the Empire's trying to attack them before they can escape. And they're trying to escape before they can be obliterated. And, you know, and will they win? Won't they win? Who's going to survive? Who's going to die? Like that's, there's some real mm -hmm. understandable stakes to this battle. Right. Which again really helps and like episode one could maybe take a freaking note from that because i still yes. don't know what the purpose <laughs> of that whole freaking movie was so yes. um but they get off the planet right and they're luke luke is in an x-wing yeah for a little while well he takes off in the no because they're all together for a little bit while um when does when does Leia kiss Luke? That's right after he gets back from the he's in the base on Hoth. Oh, okay. So he's he he before he goes out in the Tauntaun. Yeah. Okay. No, after he goes out on the Tauntaun. Okay. When he comes back, they they have a moment together, and then the battle commences, and they all go off. Okay, and, so we skip that part. So Luke's in a yeah the big smooch from Leia to Luke. Yeah. Do we need to unpack that? I mean, it's kind of weird. With the facts they had at the time. With the facts they had at the time, fine. I would also argue these people are not very force sensitive. Again, yes. <laughs> like, you feel like they've been like, blue, 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 mayday, oh. don't kiss your brother. That's so, weird. So legitimately, okay, this is this is a psychological thing and it's weird, but like family members that get separated for a long time often have some sort of weird re romantic interest in each other yeah so um because it's an unusual attraction that they can't put in another bucket and they just figure it out so maybe, maybe Luke and that. Leia are sensitive to that they just don't understand maybe their well like those, those scientific not, yeah uh studies they do where they take your face and they like put your features into other people's features and they're like okay which one of these people are you most attracted to you're always attracted to the person who has like some of your features well in my case that's totally understandable <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i mean maybe there is something to that that they are like 
there's something I like about this person. It seems familiar and, and yeah, I'm, like I get but it. also like yeah, very cool, like a cool vibe. Yeah, and you're like but, not a cool vibe. No, time out, time out, Run, warning, warning, danger. Right. But here we are. So, um, but yeah, that happened before the battle. And, okay. And Han's really salty about it. Right, right. Well, she did it to make Han salty. Like, which is a whole other thing to unpack. Right, because like immediately they are vibing on each other. Like, mm-hmm. the right out of the gate. It's not like there's not a slow burn no. necessarily with this. I guess that's what happened in the last two years. <laughs> I, I feel like some there's some history that we don't know about. Right, Han right, and Leia. right. The Millennium Falcon is a piece of junk. All of a sudden. And also, Han and Leia has some history. Happened. Like, there's something there. Yeah. Where they, like, drunkenly made out at a party and then, like, vowed never to speak of it again. Yeah, at the, <laughs> but... at the Light Day Festival one year. They Is that got, a thing? That's the whole purpose, point of the holiday special. Oh, yes. That's the Light Day. The Light Day. I don't, I honestly blocked almost all of that out. You remember B. Arthur. <laughs> She's phenomenal. <laughs> She's the best part of that movie. Um, but anyway, so they split up after the battle, and Luke follows the advice of Force Ghost Uncle Ben. Right, he's like, go to Dagobah, there's someone who'll help you there. Yeah, and meanwhile... With Han, R2. Yeah, Han, Leia, and... Chewie. Chewie and, and C-3PO, C-3PO head off into, the, into nowhere. Yeah, where were they going? What was their... Gambit. So they were. So their whole idea was that they were trying to avoid um, the the empire because there's the asteroid belt escape sequence, right? Where right. They end up in the sock puppet. Yeah, but like, where did they want to go? Uh, just away. They just were trying to get just away, away, but they couldn't get away because they were because the they were slow, and also they're driving a very flashy. Uh, Han goes to hit the hyperdrive and just wasn't. Isn't that later? No, that's here. Did Vader, whatever their hyperdrive, somebody, whatever their hyperdrive. But maybe someone sabotaged it or not. But at any rate, they end up in the asteroid field trying to avoid because the Star Destroyers can't go in there because asteroid belts belts are too Too, dense. Too smashy. Too smashy smashy. So I want to point out that's not at all accurate. (laughs) Wait, you're telling me that Star Wars is inaccurate about a space fact? Yes, it is. So, like, <laughs> the density of the the asteroid belt that they go into is like more dense than like Saturn's rings, right? And um, that's just almost that's just not how asteroids belts no, work. Like something that big and that massive would have to be like it would have its own gravity. It would have its own gravity and would sort itself into a planet pretty quickly. Also, all those giant rocks smashing into each other. Like, you would have maybe a hundred years of that, and then you would just have dust. You'd have no more rocks. Yeah. So, like, you would just have this this fine pulverized dust. And, yeah, it's just... This maybe is just how it's they a very new asteroid belt. It's well, new mean, and shiny. The Empire's in town, so they yeah. do make those, yeah. i.e. Maybe they new... just blew up a planet, and it's like the planet guts... And then the planet cuts just, like, rotate. Yeah, I mean, that is feasible. But even right. then, like... Maybe they just... Maybe it's Alderaan. But the um, but the amount of planet you would have to blow up to get that kind of thing is it's phenomenal. substantial. It is phenomenal. So, anyway, they're in there. They're getting chased by the TIE Fighters. And they swoop, 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 swoop. Hide in the cave, which turns out to be... A space worm. Space worm. That okay. Looks... That space worm had its mouth open for a real long time. Yeah. 
Is it just like a crocodile? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> where, where it just has to leave its mouth open to regulate its body temperature? I don't know. I mean, it's not really. I mean, I'm sure okay, he so, has a long, illustrious name, backstory, right. So they go and into family. the space worm's mouth. They don't right. realize it's a mouth. They think it's a cave. Right. Right. And so they're like, oh, let's go check out this, like, planet or whatever. Yeah. And well, they, they get out to try to fix the ship. Right. And they have the little breathing apparatuses. Is. Right. But, like... There's still atmosphere. So the space worm has its own atmosphere? Apparently. Or is the space worm on a planet? It, I mean, it's in an asteroid. Okay. The space worm is in an asteroid. So, so this asteroid has its own atmosphere. At least down And there. gravity. Yeah. Because they're not floating. They're True. not bouncing That's in the space worm's belly. Yeah. Um, And it's not cold. Mm. Like, they're not wearing... They're wearing a breathing apparatus, but they're not, like... She just has her little parka from Hawthorne. Like, I don't even think she has gloves. Mm-hmm. Maybe she has gloves. But, like... Yeah, I mean, it's, she's definitely not, like, in a full space She's suit. not in a full space suit. You would think, like, it'd be real cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe these humanoid uh, aliens they're are just... Stuff they're just made of tougher stuff than us feeble humans. So, but they do realize before it's too late that they're stuck in the belly of the beast. And they're like, crap, we gotta go. Let's and go, they, let's go. And they, they hit it. But they still can't jump. They still don't have a hyperdrive. So they got to stay close by. Right. And that's why they end up going to see Lando, which is one of my favorite, like, literary devices. Yes. Which is the Han Solo, I know a guy. I know a guy. Yeah. So my favorite part of Star Wars is the, like, space pirate getting out of scrapes. Yeah. Part of Star Wars. Agreed. 100%. Um, And then, like... Second is like Bumbo Jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> then third is like Epic Space Battles. And Epic Space Battles are actually pretty boring to me. So again It's a lot of pew pew and like big thing slowly again, moving. The big thing is do you care about the people in the battle? Can right. you identify the goals? Can you right. identify the stakes? Can you identify, you know, like what what's the timing? What are we trying to avoid? What are you trying to do? If that makes sense, right? Then I'm here for it, right? Because you're you're into the the getting out of scrapes or the pew pew or the like the force mobo jumbo that's happening within that, right? It has a framework to to affect change. Whereas if it's just like two giant fleets shooting broadsides at each other, right? That's like, boring. It's boring. I don't care. I don't care. Right. So yes. so anyway, they leave the. Space worm. They read the space worm, and Han's like, I know a guy, we're going to go see Lando. And the, what I and love Lando's about all this, like, why do you always know people? <laughs> yeah. The thing I love about this is, like, there's a legitimate moment where you're like, is Lando a good guy or a bad guy? Truly, I took a picture. My uh, Our youngest brings home books that we have to read from school. Yeah. Every day. And he has all these, like, Star Wars early readers. Yeah, they're And horrible. this last one was like, is Lando slime? <laughs> Time will tell. <laughs> exactly. And so <laughs> so that's a whole tension that's going to happen there. Meanwhile, we, like, jump back to, to Luke, who's Luke. crashed Luke. his... So the he, brilliant fighter that he fighter pilot he has is right. totally crashed can't figure out Can't figure out how to land in a swamp. No. I no. mean, he... Landed in the swamp. I mean, just yeah, not just not successfully. Yeah, not safely. He did not. He did not reach out with his feelings. Maybe um, he did. Maybe he did. Maybe his feelings. Shits for <laughs> right. Like. Maybe his feelings suck. <laughs> but 
He's like wandering around this planet, which apparently is like uninhabited. There's like no animals. There's mm-hmm. no people. There's no, no there's, aliens. There's nothing. Well, there's, there's actually quite a bit of animals and people and stuff going on. Or not, not people. Not people. Not intelligent life, but there's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of A lot of like animals just like wild. Just wild. And he's like, whatever. And he finds this like kooky old man. And he's like, hey, kooky old man. I'm looking for a Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. And kooky old man's like, well, it's too bad for you. That guys are tired and also crazy. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to point out, like, Frank Oz is here, ladies and gentlemen. The yes. great, amazing Frank Oz, yes. who has at least three good voices he does. Right. So this is Grover. Grover, Miss Piggy. Well, no, but, like, his Grover voice yeah, and his Miss Piggy voice and his Yoda voice are, like, very similar. And his v- positive and voice is not v- far similar. off. Uh, so, yeah, Yoda is a cross between Grover yeah. and Miss Piggy. Like, near far. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, Korean syntax. Right, right. I mean, he just, yeah, he he speaks in uh, object, verb, subject. Yeah, which is which fine. Is, I mean, lots, of, valid lots of great languages do. Most notably Korean. But he, uh, <laughs> but he's he's there, and he, there's the training montage, basically, as Luke realizes this crazy green frog thing. Right, crazy green frog man is uh, my Jedi master, cool, yeah. whatever. Uh Let's learn some shit. And it's, like, very... Oh, did I tell you what Yoda's original name was supposed to be? Buffy! You told yeah. me he was going to be Buffy. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember if that was... Yes. I got that out there, but yes. yes. So, Buffy, Yoda. Bonkers. Um, yeah, so Buffy, <laughs> which is great. I kind, I kind of wish his name was Buffy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Buffy is... It, they have, like, a full, like, wax on, wax off, like, I don't understand your methods, mm-hmm. uh kind of training oh yeah and then yeah and but by the end of the montage like luke's floating rocks and right he, he, he balances some rocks while he stands on his head yeah and uh yoda shows him how to yank a starfighter out of the water right well i mean luke tries and then he's like i can't do it i tried and then yoda is like do or do not there's, there's no try, no try. And so and you're like, that? that's not true, Yoda. Fundamentally, it's not true. You have to try to do. If you do not try, you do not do. Yes. And that's the end of the story. It's fair. Fair concern. You can do or do not, but if you don't try, you will not do. No one has magically done things. No. Unless you're like a three <laughs> foot tall puppet. Right. Maybe you do or do not, there's no try, but yeah, the rest of us are stuck in Tryland. Right. So Yoda pulls that out. Then, then is this? They're also very, very concerned about Luke going to the dark side. Right. And he goes to his cave. The and vision he, cave. Right. And he takes he he fights uh, Vader, and then he cuts Vader's face off, and it's his face. <gasps> right. He is Vader. There's darkness in all of us. Whatever. Yeah. And. Uh, He's all like, what's with the dark side? Like, And you're just like, just never go over there. Right. Like, it's, it's a total James Earl Jones, like... Right. It's like... What is over there in the dark? No, we do not go there, Simba. Right, like, right. All, everything the light touches. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's very just, like, vague. <laughs> like, sure. It's like, I don't know, it's easier and quicker, but it's not better and it's not more powerful. And you're sure. like... But if it's easier and equally powerful, I would say it's better. Yes. But 
Meanwhile, we scoot back to um, the Cloud City. Where right, Cloud City. Very glamorous. Very nice. Very glamorous. Uh, Lando uh, has Le- uh, many well, he does the many capes. F- yeah, fantastic. Here for a good cape. Yeah. But, like, they land the ship on the, like, landing dock. And right. Lando totally comes out with an armed guard. Oh, yeah. And you're, like, still not sure if this guy's good or bad. Right, and right. Then... And then he's like, hey, knucklehead, what's up? How's my favorite, like, space pirate getting into any scrapes? Look at this hunk of junk. Like, what have you done to my ship? What have you done to my ship? He's like, it was my ship. I gambled your way. You, fair I, and square. I want it fair and square. I don't know about fair, but... Yeah, you know, like the, the whole like they're just good old college buddies. Like, right, it's very broy. Very bro. Very broy. Like, and Leia's like, okay. I mean, it is a hundred percent like you know you're dating this dude, and all of a sudden his guy, guy friend from college shows up, and you realize, and you're like, oh, I'm dating this dude. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy is a tool. Right, and. Right, you're like, but he's not like that all the time. I'm sure he's okay most of the time. And, like, weird things are afoot at Cloud City. Yeah, it, and it's a very glamorous place. But, like, C-3PO goes missing real fast. And nobody seems to really be overly concerned about that. C-3PO is annoying as fuck. Fair enough. So, like, honestly, it's like when some of, one of our kids goes off and everyone's like, oh, where'd this person go? And you're like, oh, that's why my day has been, like, peaceful. <laughs> I don't think that's really... I forgot that they were at a friend's house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's great. Um, But, yeah, but we... um, But, anyway, so... So, anyway, if Superior was less obnoxious... Maybe uh, he would Maybe he he would be missed. Also, there's that whole, like, droidism, like... Yeah, they do not... There's a lot of... It's very droidist. Yeah, very, very bad. But, anyway, so... Eventually, we figure it out because... They go to dinner with Lando. Yes. And... It's like, oh, it turns out Darth Vader's here. And also Boba Fett, ladies and gentlemen. And Boba Fett. And you're like, Boba Fett? What the fuck are you doing here? Rank it up screen time. Right. Right. Um, so he's like, sorry, Vader got here first. Like, finders keepers, whatever. I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. He was going to kill all my people if I didn't do this. Which is probably true. And he like, probably will do that anyway. I but. mean, maybe he will, but he'll, he'll at least kill you slower. Maybe? You Is get, that a bonus? You get a few more hours. Yeah. So. I don't know. Vader doesn't kill a lot of people. Yeah. And so he starts. But like, Vader, for for being the ultimate badass and, like, telling people to explode planets. He's, he keeps his hands kind of clean. Right. Like, he doesn't. He has people for that. Yeah. He's like a CEO. <laughs> He's like, I don't do the dirty work. Yeah. <laughs> So they, they kidnap Leia and Han, and they start hor- torturing Han yes. without even asking questions. But the whole reason is because Luke can sense Han's pain across the galaxy. Right, right. And that's But how not Leia's look. pain when she was, like, very close to him. Yeah, details. So um, th- there's a whole different side of that triangle we don't explore. Right, right. behind Luke. Right, they're tight. Mm-hmm. They have some... Uh... Yeah. I mean, if it was, like, Leia, or Lando Luke, like, 100%, I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Um, so he's, like, balancing rocks on his head, and then, I mean, he's on his head, and he's balancing rocks. And he senses. And, and he's like, my friends are in trouble. And Yoda's like, don't do it, you're gonna die. And he's like, do what I want. And Yoda's like, fine. 
You do what you want, buddy. I can't, I can't keep you here, over, even though I could literally keep you here yeah, if I wanted to. even though, like, I'm fucking amazing and I could keep you here. And also, like, I could go with you and fight your father, who I know is your father. Like... Who well, I may have forgotten to tell you, by the way. Right. Who, who like, no big deal. I'm. It's not my business. Right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but you can go, you can go and fight your father and I'm not going to give you any... Any pointers like heads up, yeah. Any pointers, just like reach out with your feelings and use the force. Yeah, good luck. And you'll kid. be fine. And uh, yeah. And Luke's all like Leroy Jenkins. And uh, <laughs> I love that you made that reference. Yoda, and Yoda's like, well, that sucks. And uh, Obi <laughs> Obi Wan's like, there goes their only hope. And Yoda's like, there's another. And Obi Wan's like, oh yeah. I mean, like you were I there. I forgot you were there, Obi. We we saw episode three. Truly, oh, Obi Wan so forgetful. Did not did not. That kid's got some massive PTSD. Right. Did not remember R two D two from like when you were my fucking droid for years. And he shows back up and he's like, I've never seen this droid before. Yeah. Like doesn't remember that Leia is in the picture. Yeah. I think it's sexism. <laughs> but androidism like he's very just ist yeah he's i mean the jedi were not great at the end they were kind of full of themselves really I, yeah i mean they are the ones writing the books and even they come out as assholes sometimes and you're like get a better editor but anyway so <laughs> so luke jets over in a what i must assume is a moss encrusted x-wing right they they yanked out of the swamp to uh inter- with R2D2 to, to go to Bespin to rescue his friends in the Cloud City. In the Cloud City and he gets there He gets like stopped on the platform. Right. And right? Yeah. And there's Darth Vader there? Yeah? No? Uh da, da, da. He's on the platform when he has his like thing with Darth Vader. Well, he like he goes into the city and he's like poking around and then he sees Luke or sees Leia and Leia's like, "Don't come in! It's a trap! It's a trap! It's and, always a trap!" Yeah, Akbar's like, "Go ahead, you rag." But um, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. And and then Leia and Han, like Han is like You're getting frozen oh, in carbonite. See Han because Han already got frozen carbonite. Oh, which is the famous right? I love you. I know scene. Right, it's a good scene. It's a great scene. Uh, great writing again. <laughs> not George Lucas. But not George fantastic. Lucas. But great writing. Um, yeah, because uh, Han's going to get frozen in carbonite and shipped off to pay his debt. Because, like, honestly, he mm. went into business with some people he shouldn't have gone into business with. And he owes them a lot of fucking money. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, like... And also, like, Boba Fett, like, first off, he's ranking it in. Because he got... He, he was... His assignment was to take Vader and find Luke, Leia, Han. Was Boba Fett there... I thought Boba Fett was just there for Han. No. So he, um, so whenever the Millennium Falcon goes into the, we kind of skipped over the scene, but Millennium Falcon's in the asteroid belt. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of, um, of Boba, of bounty hunters, Boba Fett included on the deck of a Star Destroyer. And, um, and Darth Vader's like, we need, I need you to go find them. No disintegrations this time. Points at, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then whenever they do their daring escape from the um, Star Destroyer, they um, 
Boba Fett tracks them and is able oh, okay. to find them and tracks them down to the Cloud City, and then, and then. So as so Han was a bonus. Yeah. Well. So he's yeah. So he's trying to track the Millennium Falcon. He also wants to find Luke, but he figures getting Han is going to be how he gets. Well, to Luke. that was Vader's plan of like yeah. these people are bait. Right. And so because that plan works, like Boba gets gets banked for that. But also, he knows Han's got a separate bounty on his head, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I can I have the Carillion kid, the guy in the tight pants with the stripes, with the stripes? Like, I will totally take him, dressed like your basic bitch." He, he doesn't have Uggs. But... He has some knee high boots mm-hmm. and some tight black pants yeah. and a white shirt yeah. and a black vest. Yeah, he's like one caramel macchiato away from like true. All, he needs like a PSL and a beanie. Yeah. Maybe some hoop earrings. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, so <laughs> he, he wraps him up in carbonite and is taking him on the Slave One. Right. And actually there's a little fight scene between him and Luke as Boba's trying to get off. Right, but he like gets him anyway. He does get away, and so that's not good. But then Luke is, so Lando, Chewie, What's left of C-3PO and Leia managed to make it to the Millennium Falcon and escape. Right, right. Oh, and R2. Right. While... While Luke has his altercation with Vader. Yeah, and we find out the most spoily spoiler... Right, in case, in case... Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Spoiling. You've had literally my whole life to watch this. nine years. <laughs> But in case you didn't, countless pop culture references. Right. But we find out that Vader is Luke's dad. Okay. So, real talk. Maybe I did see this a little younger mm-hmm. than uh, than I remember. But I do remember this scene mm-hmm. and watching this scene over and over again. Right. And my brother turning down the volume and saying other ridiculous things during that line, and then turning it back up, and Luke being like, "No." Like, I distinctly remember being like, Luke, I ate the last jelly donut. And then, like, Luke returned, like, no, it's not true. It's not. He's like, it is true. It was delicious. I also want the record to show that as Lisa is telling the story, I'm like, turning (laughs) turning the volume down. She's not hitting buttons. She's literally spinning her fingers. It's a dial in this story because we're old. Um, But yeah, and so he finds out, and then there's the big fight. That Luke loses. I mean, there's no two ways about this. Luke yeah, gets so, his ass handed to him. I mean, him. It, like, his dad cuts off his hand. He's like, come, we'll, like, rule the universe as father or son. Or okay. acid to him, que- Question, question, question. Okay. Yeah. If Luke joins Vader. Yes. Right? And the Sith have this whole, like, rule of two. Right. Thing. Uh-huh. You're on it. What happens? Do Palpatine and Luke fight? So Do Vader no. and Palpatine fight? Yeah, that's the plan. So what usually ends up happening is the apprentice pulls in an apprentice and starts training the apprentice. And when the the apprentice and apprentice apprentice it's Queen Bees. are strong enough, they go and attack the lead guy. So really it should be like always three there are, but we're in denial. <laughs> Okay. So that's yeah. really what they're well, it's like. Do. It's like Queen Bee. It's when the, when the queen is old, another queen is born. And then when that queen is strong enough, she fights the old queen. Yeah, exactly. And and if the old queen is still spry enough, that young queen dies. Mm-hmm. Or if that old queen is old, she dies. Yep. Or if like a 
queen is accidentally born. And you're like, it's because the drones know what's up. Like, they're like, do not fuck with us. You are old, lady. She's like, I'm fine. This is a shot across the bow. (laughs) Right. She's like, that's weird. Hmm. There's not supposed to be another queen yet. Like, writing's on the wall, bitch. But yeah, so, well, and also. So yeah, okay. There's multiple apprentices, too. Like, even Palpatine would have, like, two or three apprentices at a time. Right. So that if any of them got too uppity, he could just, like, throw another one at him. And, you know. So, really, that's not true at all. No. That phrase is very misleading. It is intentionally deceptive, I would say, at best. So, they fight. Luke gets his hand cut off, falls down. Right. No, he intentionally is like, I'm out. And he, like, let's go. Yeah. And then he ends up in, like, the trash chute for this particular city yeah and hanging by his knees from an antenna underneath the city when leia's like we have to go back yeah we forgot somebody again yeah yeah maybe maybe and she knows where to find luke for sensitivity yeah suddenly a thing yeah suddenly she's very very like she got clear or whatever yeah that's Scientology of you, but okay, cool. And so she, uh, and so they go back, they pick up Luke, and then mm-hmm. Luke realizes he needs to go back to Dagobah. First, he gets a new robot hand. No, yes, he gets a new robot he hand. Does get a new robot because the otherwise, visits can you imagine how much special effects it would be just like removing Luke's hand in every scene? Yeah, he gets the robot gloves hand, yeah. so they're like just wear this black glove and you're fine, right? But no, he doesn't actually go back to Dagobah in this movie because the last scene of this movie is Leia and him staring out the window from the hospital ship where he just got his new hand. And it's, like, really crappy. Like, you do not feel good about it. Han is captured. Han's captured. Chewie and Lando have gone off to try to rescue him in the Falcon. Oh, has Leia gone? No, Leia's Because at the beginning of 3, Leia is captured. Oh, wait, Leia's captured. Okay, you're right. You're right. And so, like, there's a whole thing with that. Well, the Chewie Lando mission, we don't really know what happens there. It, it doesn't end well. It's. I think it's like the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> like, there's this whole like, other oh, she, adventure. They're dead now. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but they show up, and, like, none of them ever, neither of them talk about it. They're like, we, we don't. I mean, to be fair, Chewie doesn't talk about anything. Fair. I mean, he does. We just never really. He's just like, he complains. He's like, what are you doing? Stupid. Yes. Okay. So, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Easily the most watchable and best sequel of any of, or prequel or whatever, yeah. of any of the Star Wars yeah. movies. I would agree with that. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it 95%, the highest of the main line. Which I feel like is pretty high. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, the the most the two most recent actually got a 91 and a 93 Ooh, strong disagree. Yeah, uh, and then... I think there's some selection bias where if you're like, if you liked it well enough to put up a review on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, you well, liked it a lot. Or if you like disliked it enough, you know, so it's a bimodal distribution. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's how humans talk. That's because George Lucas writes my lines. Ooh, that's deep. Okay. But anyway, all right, so, yeah, so the most, two re- most recent two are 91 and 93%. Uh, da, 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 where are we at? Uh, episode one was a 53. Truth. Truth. 66 for two. And then it goes 62. Up. It went up. Yeah. Ooh. Hard to disagree. I mean, they're both terrible. Do episode not get me wrong. Episode three gets an 80. I, 
uh, broke up with George Lucas mm. around that time. So, and then, yeah, so the two, the most recent two get much higher, uh, duh, 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 all the way down at the bottom. Episode two, episode four gets a 93, so that's the first one, then 95, then 81 for Return of the Jedi, and I feel that's accurate. Yeah, maybe. So. Maybe. Anyway. So what? What did we learn? What did we learn from these? Uh, maybe don't trust your skeezy friends, who you met through like ill-gotten gains. You know, like no uh, honor mm-hmm. among thieves, kind of stuff. Can't get real mad when no. you're like, "What? My thievy friends stole from me." Yeah. yeah. Um. There's that. The world well, needs more capes. World needs more capes. I stand by that. Uh, battles are only interesting if you actually care. Yes. About the people in them. Yes. Battles are only interesting if you actually care about the people in them. Otherwise, it's kind of boring. Yep. Um. George Lucas. George should not Lucas be in should charge not charge of writing dialogue. Yeah, should not be in charge or of writing dialogues it. for humans. No. Or humanoid type aliens. I'd let him write Chewie. Rawr. Yeah, and even direct him. <laughs> Stand here. Look Give medicine. me more. <laughs> yeah. Head back. Rawr. Yes. So, uh, Frank Oz does like six voices. Right. All of them are great, though. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm he... here for Frank Oz. Yoda's know my favorite part so, of any of the Star Wars movies. So, like. And this has the most Yoda in it. At one point during the filming of the Dagobah scenes, Mark Hamill looks away, and when he looked back. Frank Oz had replaced Yoda with Miss Piggy. <laughs> and she went on this tear about what kind of a hole is she stuck in. What is she doing here? I need to talk to my agent now. Right. right. This is unacceptable. Really and <laughs> that is there footage for that? That would be amazing. Never, I've never seen the footage, but like everybody that was on scene that day. Because also remember, they're shooting this on film. So a gag like that... Would just be expensive to film, right? For for just the gag, so right? There's every right. chance that you know that they cut the they just pulled everybody and was like, "I'm gonna go film." Just don't, just don't, just don't roll. start, don't roll film. Yeah. We're just gonna we're gonna mess with Mark. Cool, okay, yeah. You know, that's in awesome. The, in the years of digital, we would we would have recorded that shit, but like back yeah. then, it would have cost like, well, that was like seven thousand dollars we just spent for a right. laugh. Right. Everybody, you, you owe me some shit. Yeah. Well, yes. But yeah, I thought that was brilliant. So I'm here for mm-hmm. for Frank Oz related humor. But I can't. Did we learn anything else? Yeah. I don't know. No, not really. I do love, I do love Yoda. Yeah. He's like the most watchable part of any Star Wars movie. Yeah, you should see him in Episode Three. He he's great. He's fantastic. Um, he but yeah, he does. Him. He does kind of like okay, go make your little suicide mission. I'm too old to care. Like, <laughs> You're like I guess we're just not going to get balance to the force this year. I guess that's going. Why be... would you want to bring balance to the force? At this point, I'm okay with it because like it looks like maybe the emperor who is in charge of the entire shebang is a little too strong. Right. We need some balance. But like, there are times when the Jedi is strong that they are still pursuing balance to the force, and you're like, no. No, if the Jedi's strong, like, you step the fuck back. <laughs> You're like, we're good. Because, you know, evil will rise up to meet you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they need, they need to learn, like, just to be a little less aggressive. Maybe. A little I less think. assholes. 
I think so. Anyway, so. Well, I think that's all we got. Yeah, so, I don't have that many other thoughts. But I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, so, probably. Probably, but anyway. But we'll have to end here. So, anyway. Good night, everybody. And yeah. uh, please parent responsibly out there. Yes. <laughs>